I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Hey, do you guys know that Roy Jones Jr. fought last night? Okay, okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but yes, Roy Jones Jr. fought last night in Pensacola, Pensacola, Florida. I always want to call it Pepsi-Cola, Florida, but no, he fought last night in Pensacola, Florida against Rodney Moore, an opponent whom I do not hold in the highest regard for Roy Jones, mainly because of his record. You can go back to uh, the last episode and hear me laughing my ass off over his record of 17 wins, 11 losses, his last victory coming during uh, 2002. Like I said, the early Bush administration years. Ugh. Now, you, you, you got to wonder, okay, Roy, he, he's got to show that he's still got it, that he can still fight, and, well, yeah, he can, but you would expect him to knock Rodney Moore out, right? Well, of course that's right. He's Roy Jones Jr. He's Rodney Moore. But uh, no, this fight went the distance. It was a 10-round fight, and it went all 10 rounds. All three judges scored this fight 100-90 to for Roy Jones Jr., who as of yet has not announced his retirement, even though that should have come probably in 2005. 2006 at best, but oh my god. If the best you can do with Rodney Moore is not knock him out, then maybe you should say, okay, look, time for me to just hang him up. Now, maybe that's a testament to Rodney Moore's chin. Uh, He's only been knocked out once in his uh, 12 losses, and that was all the way, or not all the way back, but that was back in 2015. But still, if the best opponent you can get for yourself is Rodney Moore, and if you can beat him, great. You end your career with a victory. Now, please, Roy, for the love of God, retire. Do whatever it is you plan on doing in Russia. Just, for the love of God, don't get in the ring. Okay? You really, really don't need to. Well, it seems that I may have spoken too soon, and this may have been the last fight for Roy Jones Jr. According to the article in the Pensacola Journal, Jones admits that he uh, tore his uh, right bicep, and he is now admitting that his career could be over. Quote, It may have been the last one, said Jones to the Pensacola Journal, and I'm not mad if it is because I had a great time. Everybody in Pensacola got to see Roy fight one more time. I knew it might be close to the end. We'll just have to see how long this takes to heal. You know, Roy, maybe you should take this as a sign, whether a sign from God or whatever divine entity you believe in, but maybe a sign that, okay, my body is just not capable of handling the training, the regimens, and whatever else goes into a fight, okay? Like like I said, this is kind of 10 years overdue, but... Maybe now you will finally realize, hey, you know, maybe I should just stick to training, stick to, I don't know, just do anything else, okay? But for the love of God, please retire, okay? Do your commentary on HBO. I think you do a good job on commentary. Honest to God, I do. But I just don't want to see you in the ring anymore. Moving on.
Antonio Margarito continues his comeback. We, we got Antonio Margarito and Roy Jones Jr. still fighting. This feels like 2007, except 2007 was an awesome year and 2016 sucks ass. Anyway, Antonio Margarito continues his comeback. Last night, he defeated uh, Ramon Alvarez. If the name sounds familiar, that's because he's the older brother of Saul Canelo Alvarez. Uh, Margarito won by split decision. Scores were 95-94 for Alvarez and 97-92 twice for Antonio Margarito. Margarito's 38 years old. This is only the uh, second fight he's had since ending his retirement from 2011. I don't understand why he's doing this. A lot of the fights he had before his first retirement were big fights. He had fights against Miguel Cotto, uh, Manny Pacquiao, and Shane Mosley. I don't know why he thinks he needs to keep fighting. There is probably some money problems. Maybe he also wants to redeem himself after that whole controversy with the uh, loaded hand wraps from all the way back in 2009. But I, I don't know. It, I don't think he's going to get a fight with Saul Alvarez, which is what he wants, but uh, maybe it could happen. Uh, Canelo may want to avenge his uh, his older brother, who holds a record of 23-5-2 right now with 15 knockouts after this loss, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think Margarito is going to get any big fights. I mean, at best, he... <laughs> The only thing that might look plausible is a fight with Shane Mosley, a rematch to their first fight. But at this point, I think Mosley's finally seen the writing on the wall and realizes, okay, I am not a young man anymore. I should not be doing this well into my 40s. So I'm not going to bother. Leave room for the new generation. And I think that's what Margarito should do. I just don't want him to end up damaged in any way. He has that problem with his eye which was uh, severely affected in the Miguel Cotto fight. That's why it was stopped. Either way, if he wants to keep fighting, sure, go ahead. It's not as if you've got this all-time great legacy to defend. But at the same time, just know when to quit. Don't be like Roy. Moving on, did anybody watch Andre Ward versus Alexander Brand? Yes, of course, there have to be a few of you out there who did. Now, the more important question, did any of you out there who watch it actually remain conscious throughout the whole thing? Must have been very difficult for you, or, I don't know, you're hopped up on caffeine or some other substance that we won't get into. What is it about Andre Ward? I, I just don't understand. He's 32 years of age, undefeated as a professional. He has not lost... Uh, he hasn't lost a boxing match since he was an amateur at 12 years old. So for the past 20 years, he's been undefeated in boxing. He is, as of this recording, uh, he is the last American male to win a gold medal at the Olympic Games. That was back in 2004. He won the multi-year tournament, the Super 6 tournament. He defeated... Great fighters like Arthur Abraham, Mikel Kessler, Carl Froch. He didn't really look vulnerable in any of those fights. He was able to adapt, and he was able to show that he was the better man at all times. He's 
really somebody who should be well known to the general public and yet outside of Oakland do you think if you dropped Andre Ward anywhere in the United States do you think people would recognize him do you think people would go up to him and say you're Andre Ward you're you you are the you were the uh, super middleweight champion of the world you're going to fight Sergey Kovalev next wow wow it's kind of shocking isn't it well, then I had to, I, I, I thought it was kind of shocking, but then about two seconds later, I sat back and I thought, no, really, this, this is not shocking at all. This, believe it or not, Virgil Hunter kind of prophesized this. And you're probably wondering, Andrew, what the hell are you talking about now? In my hand, I hold the March 2010 edition of the Ring Magazine. On the cover is uh, Manny Pacquiao. He had just been named Fighter of the Year for 2009. Open it up to page 34, and you will find a nice feature article about Andre Ward. It says, Andre Ward, he won't be a superstar. He'll just beat superstars. That's a quote from Virgil Hunter. Even his own trainer knew that this was a guy who just was not going to be the matinee idol. He was not going to be the star attraction. He was just the guy who was going to conquer the star attraction. And so that's where we stand right now with this fight with Sergei Kovalev. Is it going to happen at all? Well, there was some lingering doubt because there was supposed to be a press conference to kick off the event however neither Andre Ward nor any representative from his promotional company Rock Nation showed up to the event which was a bit concerning to say the least now people have said oh well Andre Ward he, he had just fought and now you want him to go to a press conference to announce this fight come on you, you got to let him rest well fair enough he you know, he's probably been in training camp. He needs to spend some time with his family. On the other hand, he did win a 12-round shutout against Alexander Brand. He probably wasn't very hurt in that fight either. So, would it have really hurt for him to just show up, say a few quick words, and not answer a lot of questions? Would it have, would it have hurt Jay-Z to send a representative for Rock Nation just to say, Andre's very excited for this fight. We can't wait to lift the light heavyweight championship from Sergey Kovalev. Nothing. So on top of all the accomplishments that Andre Ward has, he, he's got bad management leading him. And I don't get it. He 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 had all those problems with Goose and Tudor promotions, and he was constantly suing them, which was keeping him out of the ring. And I don't know why he did what he did, but either way, I don't know what Rock Nation is doing for him. Now, obviously, the fight is going to be taking place, but I I, I just don't know. I just don't know how you can have such a winning formula for Andre Ward, but keep screwing up in some way. I mean, it's not like he's Adrian Borner where he's always in trouble in the law, but 
there always just seems to be something that just is holding him back. Now, maybe he is egotistical. Maybe he's a bit of a diva, like people say. I don't know. All I do know is that I want to see Andre Ward versus Sergey Kovalev. I think it's going to be a great fight, and I think that it could actually bring Andre Ward into the public spotlight at age 32. But who knows? Maybe Virgil Hunter was right, just like he was back in 2009. He won't be a superstar. He'll just beat superstars. Moving on, does anybody out there remember this past April? Specifically, April 9th. That was the day, or rather the night, that Manny Pacquiao got into the ring for his third fight with Tim Bradley. Absolutely won it, was a spectacular event, and announced his retirement. I remember I went home after that fight and I, I wrote up a, what I thought was a very good piece. I just wanted to put my heart and soul into it, uh, express what this meant to me, Pacquiao retiring after such a great performance. And I thought, wow, you know, I, I, I really hope that he doesn't come back. I, I hope he doesn't. I hope that people don't get greedy. I hope that he doesn't get greedy. I hope that people like Bob Arum, Freddie Roach, and uh, Michael Kongs don't get greedy. <sighs> They're all greedy. It was announced this week that this upcoming November, Manny Pacquiao will be ending his retirement. What a, what a long seven months that was. He will be ending his retirement, fighting in Las Vegas against, drumroll please, yeah, that's how enthusiasm about this. This is ridiculous. He's going to be fighting Jesse Vargas. Hooray! Am I supposed to care, really? Is Jesse Vargas really the best person out there? I, I know he's not, but... <laughs> I, I mean... I, I'm sure there, there, there is this fighter out there. Um, oh, he's oh the, the names on the tip of my tongue is that um, hmm I I don't know he's he's won belts in several different divisions. He's Southpaw. He's 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 from Omaha. I I can't think of the name, but I, I think he has the initials Terrence Crawford. Why isn't Pacquiao fighting this guy? Is this supposed to be some sort of, oh, well, we're teasing uh, a, a possible matchup with Terrence Crawford. Oh, it'll happen. This is a piss-poor money grab for Pacquiao. And I don't know why, because he really shouldn't need the money, considering all that he made in his last couple fights, including, like, he made over $100 million just for fighting Floyd Mayweather. And... I, I just don't understand this. Is is Jesse Vargas the best person that we can pick? I don't know. But uh, there are some people out there who do believe that, hey, Jesse Vargas, all right, I'm for this. Okay, I, I don't know why, but one of those people is Hector Franco. Now, when I posted about this on Facebook and my disgust and Hector's probably you know 
shaking his finger at his laptop screen as he listens to this podcast right now. Uh, he decided, hey, Andrew, why don't we have a debate to discuss this, the, 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 the benefits and possible lack thereof for Manny Pacquiao to fight Jesse Vargas? Okay. I mean, normally I don't have guests on the show, but oh, yeah, I think that this is going to be an interesting little venture between myself and Hector. We are going to try to keep it uh, civilized and uh, refrain from mudslinging and uh, fisticuffs. Not that that would do any good because we're two hours apart from each other, so it it just wouldn't be possible for us to have a fight. Plus, I'd kick his ass. So, the next podcast that you hear will be a somewhat civilized debate between me and Hector Franco discussing Manny Pacquiao versus Jesse Vargas and why we shouldn't just, uh, you know, avoid the whole thing. Personally, I don't care if I see this fight or not. If I have the night off work, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll go check it out. Why not? If I do, I will just say, oh, well. And go to work. But uh, right now, that's all we have for you this week. And uh, we hope that you tune in to next week's uh, somewhat semi-civilized debate. It should be it should be more interesting than those debates between Gore Vidal and William F. Buckley. I hope, anyway. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxingforfree. Be like Arislandi Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Miller Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to youtube.com slash boxingforfree and like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash boxing for free page you can subscribe on itunes podbean and several other podcast directories if you use itunes give us a review and let everyone know that the boxing for free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary i'm andrew schweitzer thank you for listening and we hope you tune in next time names you in your goddamn face and you'll stay plastered